Welcome back to the What's Your Walmart podcast. I'm your host, Quentin Harris. And today we're going to talk PCE, which is the personal consumption index. But hold on, it's not just going to be about inflation. I'm also going to work Taylor Swift into this conversation. So brace for it and follow me here. You're going to like where we go with this. But today, the PCE came out this morning. All things from the headlines and the core all went down, which is great. And we expected that. It's kind of um, unfortunate the Federal Reserve didn't have this on Wednesday when they went and had their meeting when they raised a quarter. But I think that was coming regardless of what this reading is, because it's not at the core reading of 2% that they are targeting and that they want. But we are coming down. And that's a win and that's a success. How much further we have until we get to the target rate? Is it even achievable? Who knows? That's debatable. But we do know this. It's coming down and 9% it once was to in the 4% range right now is much better. So let's talk about what PCE is. We know it's personal consumption index. We talk about this as consumer spending. This is what we're spending money on. And there's all kinds of items in that from shelter to autos, using your credit cards. I mean, the list goes on and on. But there's also a leisure and hospitality section in there which often doesn't really get on the radar of topic manner that much. But in this particular show, I want to do that. And I kind of want to take something and talk a little bit about swiftflation. Yeah, you heard me, swiftflation. You're going, Q, I'm listening to a show about financial headlines and clearing the air and financial literacy and investment. And then, you know, you have guests on there that range from all kinds of topic manner. Uh, you know, obviously we can't get Taylor Swift on the show by any means, but we're going to talk about this swiftflation topic and we're going to break down some things that we're seeing happening in the cities that she's going to in the United States. And to think that one artist, you know, of our generation, you know, I tell my kids all the time, this is like your Michael Jackson. I mean, this is this is the tour. This is that person. They are changing the lives of cities that and the people that live in those cities when these shows come to town. I mean, in many cases, she's doing, you know, two, three shows a night in these cities when she goes. And there's a huge economic impact. Well, we've talked about it here. The Federal Reserve obviously wants to see consumers slow down their spending. You know, that they want to cease and tighten the credit market so that you quit doing that. Well, when Taylor Swift comes down, all bets are out the window, you know, and let's kind of start with the tour itself. You know, when it started, if you live on planet earth, you know, she's on tour and you also know that the ticket sales was, didn't go as, as planned, right? You know, if you have, if you have a daughter and, and she definitely want to go to that concert, you were one of the people that were on Ticketmaster for hours after you pre-registered and you got validated, you waited in hours to get into the waiting room and then from the waiting room to make the purchase of the tickets. Yes, I know because we experienced that as well. And then you get in there and then there was this flaw. You couldn't make the purchase or the tickets were flying before you could get them. And it said, oh, you know, timed out this and that. And what you found were that potentially these bots got in there and bought up all the tickets and ticket prices that normally would have been face value now were 10 times face value. And we've heard all the stories from people being sold false tickets to losing the ticket. I mean, the list goes on. And then all these parents having to dump thousands of dollars for their kids to be able to go see a Taylor Swift concert that came to town. Now, remember, sometimes there's three shows in there. So the economic impact of the Taylor Swift's era tour, actually, era tour excuse me, actually caught the eye of the Federal Reserve. In their most recent commentary, you actually hear them bring this up. You know, in the, in, in the Beige Book, they actually said that her tour is consisting of the 52 dates in the United States, over 131 shows globally, right? But it's on track to become the biggest in the history ever. And the ticket sales are predicted to gross $1 billion. And the, sh- and the entire tour itself has the potential to be at $4.6 billion of consumer spending just in the United States, that's what we're talking about. That's what PCE is. It's, it's measuring the consumer spending. This has the depth to get to $4.6 billion of economic impact spending in the cities that she goes to. 
And so it was enough to catch the eye of the Federal Reserve for them to even make commentary on it, which is interesting. But, you know, if you take a look at it, with with the post-pandemic's new normal, you know, consumers are prioritizing entertainment over an imminent recession. And we see it happen, but it's happening at such a robust level right now that it's like the perfect storm for the Swift tour because customers are gladly going in debt, gladly liquidating savings to get a ticket to this show. And it's not for everybody, but it's for the mass majority. That's why the demand's there. And that's why these ticket prices are going through the roof. And, you know, and, and we're just now at a point to be able to see this data that's supporting what I'm saying right now. We're starting to see these, these metrics come in. So hotels have a metric called a rev par, and that is a metric that measures how much they're renting the room for and then the occupancy rate. So it's how much occupancy equals profitability. That's what they've got. So we've got some data on there and Moody Analytics has provided some of this to us. And you're seeing inside, and I'm gonna put this chart. If you, if you go to our YouTube, go to our YouTube channel at What's Your One More, click on subscribe. You'll get access to these links on there and you also will see the charts. Um, we'll also put them on our social. So check us out on our social at What's Your One More with the number one. Um, you know, I'm sure we're gonna get some comments on this one. But the reality is you look at Newark, you look at Philadelphia, Boston, Nashville, you look at what's happening in those hotel markets, and these are the four big markets they've used, it's not even close to the rest of the United States. Like if we just took the rest of the United States, the cities that she's not going to, the cities that she's not attending, the con- or excuse me, having the concerts at, these, these four cities I just named are dwarfing them in the Rev Par Index. And so I think that's the supporting data that we're seeing. Not to mention, you know, as people are, you know, recovering from post-COVID, you know, I call it recovering, but getting back into the normal, if you may, you know, what was a pre-COVID one night trip, this is kind of going with that sacrificing entertainment over imminent recession. You would normally do a one night trip or doing three night trips and are going, there's statistics that show there's a good probability if you went to one show, you're going to all three shows. Well, why is that happening? Well, because Taylor's done a great job of, you know, getting the fan base aware that every show I'm releasing a new song from the previous catalog. And I'm going to do a new one every single night. I think it's like three, actually. I'm going to do a new one every single night at the concert. So if you want to hear them, come to the show. And so you've got a, a demand. You've got these these fans that, you know, that love her and want to be a part of that and want to be a part of that release. And, uh, you know, it's, it's driving more economic boom, more hotel nights, not to mention what's happening to the local restaurants. The people, when they go to these towns, they have to eat. They're spending money in hospitality and leisure that you normally wouldn't see in these cities. And so- it goes into high gear when she comes to town. It's pretty interesting because, you know, the boost in sales that you're seeing in these areas, and again, the data's coming in, is off the charts. And, you know, not even, one of the things I think it's not even probably accounted for is this local transportation that, you know, you see, uh, you, it, they reap the benefit of this, right? Because if you come to town, you're not necessarily, maybe you're getting, maybe you're renting a car, maybe you're adding additional expenses, but you're probably using Uber, you're probably using the bus, you're probably using the train, depending on what, or trolley, depending on what city this is in we're talking about here, but a huge demand has increased in that as well. And so, because the fans have to go from hotel to host, or from from hotel to the concert venue, right? From concert venue back to the hotel, and then back to the you know the airport, and so travels up as well. And it's a vast difference again to the other cities that are not getting that. Yo, thank you so much for choosing us today. We're definitely not done with our podcast, but we are going to take a really short sponsor break, and then we'll get right back to the show. I've been in the lending business for twenty years. I've seen many different lenders. During those 20 years, I recognized there's a difference between being an originator and an advisor. And 
The team at Bank of England is full of advisors. They take their time to understand your needs. They take the time to structure a mortgage for you and your family. And I cannot recommend them enough. If you're in the market to purchase a home, maybe it's a second home, maybe it's an investment property, or you're looking to refinance your current property that you live in, take a minute to work with the advisors at Bank of England Mortgage. They're a nationwide lender, and you can find your local branch at boemortgage.com. www.boemortgage.com. Because it's more than loans, it's people. Thanks so much for letting us give a shout out to our sponsor. All right, now back to the podcast. So the clear economic implications of this, you kind of understand why other countries, I'm not talking cities, we're talking countries are courting Taylor Swift to bring her tour globally to them. I mean, you've got the, you've got Canada, you've got Chile, you've got Hungary, you've got so many different countries that are begging her to come bring that tour to their country because of what I'm describing. It's this huge economic boom. And it's interesting because economic booms are always usually viewed as like, man, this is great for the city. But the reality is it still takes the consumer to spend that money. It's not like they're getting a gift or a grant from the city. It's the consumer spending that money. And in the environment where we've you know been fighting inflation, we've been talking about inflation, this is adding to it. Now, by no means, and I want to make this abundantly clear because my daughter threatened me and said, Dad, if you go into that podcast and you blame Taylor Swift for uh, inflation, I'm, you know, I'm, she's threatened me and kind of made fun of what I'm talking about here. But the reality is by no means am I doing that. I make that clear here. But I'm trying to draw a different look at inflation for our audience, that it's not just a measurement from like a government agency that's this number of what you spent here at the grocery store and fuel and all the things that we think about and, and housing, which we call shelter. It's everything. And when you have something of this magnitude that comes to your city, you know the pandemonium, you know the crazy, you know what I'm talking about. If this tour has already come to your city or is coming to your city, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's pandemonium. And it's the pure definition of swiftflation right now that's coming to your city. And, and it brings in other people that feel the same way. They come in, they spend money, you know, they buy the ticket at whatever cost. If they can go all three days, they go all three days, they stay three nights in a hotel, they eat and they wine and dine. And that's money being spent. And it's being spent at a, uh, a, a rate that's, you know, like I said, you're you're putting entertainment first um, over other over other things, and in this case, in a potential imminent recession. And I, I will say this: you know, there's a lot of debate on is this recession? Are we in one? Are we going to get in one? Is has the Fed figured it out where it's a soft landing? I mean, the reality is this: probably in one, probably already had one happen. You know, by definition, two negative GDPs is technically a definition of a recession, even though it wasn't deemed that by the, you know, by the governing source that would call this an official economic recession. We'll see that probably later on, usually years down the road, they do that. But the reality is this tour is something that has a lot of steam behind it as form of spending money. And one of the things that I think that from this tour that I got in my own personal world that I recognized was that, you know, Taylor Swift can pretty much do anything she wants whenever she wants. She has the power to do it. She has the manpower, and Lord knows she has the monetary means to do it. In that particular situation where those tickets went from face value 
to 10, 15, in some cases 20 times face value. The, 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 the thing from the fans that I always thought was interesting is that if it really was about the fans, and this is probably where I'm going to get some people hating on this one, if it really was about the fans, that same person that has the means to take down an entire set of catalogs, re-record them, redo them to get them away from the rights, to, to give her the rights to that music. Now to redo the whole thing, we're talking hundreds of songs, redo the whole thing. That same person could also build an exclusive platform to hold those tickets on. That same person could also probably alter the dynamic of how Ticketmaster sells those tickets um, to change that experience to where that doesn't happen for those fans. But in the meantime, what you're seeing is a tremendous amount of money being spent at the cost of the consumer to go see one of the greatest concerts on tour right now and one of the greatest performance on tours right now. And you can clearly see with the data that's come in now that she's always halfway through the tour, we can get this data and see what it's doing. It's unbelievable what it's doing in these markets. So if she's coming to a town near yours, get ready because you're going to see the economic impact of that. And in the meantime, it's going to continue to show up on the PCE readings. And think about this. We're not making this up. If the Federal Reserve is making commentary about the impact of the tour, it's definitely hitting home. So good news is PCE is coming down. Uh, it didn't come down at the rate we wanted. It was a slight downtick, but it was better than nothing. So uh, we will look for the Federal Reserve to meet on the next about six weeks from Wednesday. We are hoping for a pause, but we'll see what happens. And in the meantime, if you get a chance, check out the tour. I heard it's amazing. My daughter went, said it was absolutely phenomenal. But I will say this, when Taylor comes to your town, be prepared because the economic impact's coming with the absolute mindset of spend the money to go see the show. If you like this podcast, please five-star review it. Please share it with a friend, share it with a family member. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like I said, we're going to have some of this graph, some of the data's on there so you guys can see what we're talking about. And then check us out at our socials at What's Your One More with the number one. Guys, have a go, and we'll see you in the next episode of What's Your One More. I got one more shot, I'm going to make it. One more chance, I'm going to take it. I meant it when I said it, now it's time for me to do it. I got one life to live, so I put all into it, yeah.